Hi everyone, welcome back to the Commitment to Growth podcast. This is your host Mariana speaking and thank you for coming back to tune in to another episode of the show. Welcome. How is everybody doing? If you're new here, welcome. And if you're not new, welcome back. The podcast has seen a lot of new faces recently. So if you are one of those new faces that is joining us here for the first time, your presence is so appreciated. And if you tune back in regularly, so is yours. But thank you for choosing Commitment to Growth today as your source of wisdom, your source of self-improvement, and a way to get you hyped throughout your day. Hopefully, I'm here to hopefully make you feel good, get you motivated, be your best hype beast. I'm so excited for today's episode. It's a it's a, it's a bit of a more personal one, I guess. But let's check in. How are you doing on a scale of one to 10 today? How's your day panning out? Have you gotten through to your to-do list? Are you struggling to get to your to-do list? Are you feeling a little bit unmotivated? Or are you just cruising today through everything? Either one is okay. And I want to remind you that what's important is that you're showing up and doing the absolute best you can because some days and all days really, that is all we can do. So Just doing that little check-in. I hope your day is off to a wonderful start, no matter what time of the day you are listening to this to. Hope you're smiling. Hope you're doing well. And if you're not and you're feeling a little bit down today, my hope is that this injects a little bit of joy to, to to get you moving again. So I'm excited because today we are talking about something that I frequently get asked on here quite a bit, which is commitment. I guess because of the podcast name, (laughs) but you know, a lot of people ask me, well, how do you define commitment? How are you so unafraid about making commitments to the things that you do, be it the podcast, being started your personal training business, be it entering a relationship? How do you find the courage to commit to things that are outside of your comfort zone? And I love this question for so many reasons and i think that the reason why is because it's so revelatory of so many of the fears and the traits that we look to self-help to help us correct in some way what i mean by this is when we fear commitment we tend to self-sabotage when we fear commitment we tend to doubt ourselves when we fear commitment we tend to let old patterns of negative habits affect us once again and come up once again. Fear of commitment sometimes drives us to be driven by fear, right? And I just think it's a wonderful, I think when we're feeling fear about commitment, it's a wonderful opportunity for us to become very aware of some of the patterns that we may hold that we're not always aware of or that we know we've held for a long time and need to start addressing. So we're going to talk all things commitment in this episode um, because it is called the Commitment to Growth Podcast. So if you have the foundation of commitment, then moving forward it will be a very easy feat. So I'm excited. Let's get right into today's content. Before we do that, I do want to take a second to acknowledge that I am recording this episode on the land of the Wasanich peoples, 
who continue to have a relationship with this ancestral land. I am an uninvited visitor to this land and feel very privileged to be standing here today enjoying the beautiful sunshine. And I also want to take a moment to address and acknowledge the events that we are seeing happen in the United States right now with the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And I want to extend my hand and my heart and my support to all of the self-identifying women and individuals with a uterus in the United States, because this applies to anybody with a uterus who can be affected um, by abortions, and say that I am with you as a self-identifying woman myself and as someone with a uterus on the other side of the border, it is extremely appalling and upsetting that there are politicians who continue to A, bring religion into conversations about ethics, and B, continue to believe that they hold the best opinion and the best option for the collective of their people when it is about something that so indirectly and indifferently affects them. So to the women in the United States and to anybody who is watching those events who are feeling frustrated because it looks like we're progressing backwards, remember that there is no such thing as progressing backwards. I heard something on a podcast today that I found so much value in and it said that we need to stop glorifying the Supreme Court as much as we tend to sometimes because, you know, once something like that is passed, of course it's on paper and of course at some point it's it's a law, it's a mandate, but they cannot strip us of our power to influence, they cannot strip us of our voice, it cannot strip us of the power that our voice holds to fight back for change that we have already fought so hard to create. As women, as individuals of the uterus, we have fought so hard to have a seat at this table and we will not give it up at the hands of individuals who are uneducated and uninformed and quite frankly cannot relate to the experience of a woman in abortion who has chosen to go through it for whatever reason that is. So if you're feeling frustrated, please remember to keep using your voice for change. Your stories matter, your stories hold power. And I can promise that on this side of the border, you have somebody supporting you who is spreading the word, who is raising conversation about this. All right, so let's talk commitment. Ah, what a topic. Because <laughs> we are committing to growth today, am I right? So let's define what commitment means real quick. So according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, commitment is an agreement or pledge to do something in the future or the state or an instance of being obligated or emotionally impelled. Hmm. Let's, let's dive in. Let's kind of pull this apart for a second. Committing to something means making a conscious decision to put our time and our effort into doing something that is important to us. Whether it is a relationship, whether it is a business, whether it is our health and fitness, whether it is our, it is our own 
personal development and self-growth like we do here on the podcast, whatever that looks like, it is a conscious recognition that moving forward, our actions must be chosen with care and with intention because they can ultimately impact the outcome of the situation that we are in, the journey that we are undertaking to fulfill whatever activity that we are committing to. Now, commitment is a big word for a lot of reasons because commitment means, again, allotting time, allotting energy, allotting emotional energy to something in some way bigger than us. And that can come with a lot of fear because just because you commit to something, it does not mean that the outcome of it is guaranteed, right? You could set out, in my case, for example, to apply to medical school and pour your heart into an application and not know if you're going to get in. You could leave your job tomorrow, your nine to five desk office job to start your own business and not know if it's going to go exactly the way that you planned. You could enter a relationship with someone with the plan to marry them and not know if that will happen or even if you will get married that you'll be together in the end. And so the fear of not achieving the desired outcome always is what prevents us from committing. And I'm sure you can imagine the consequences that a fear such as that one has on our ability to have fulfilling, incredible, amazing life experiences simply because we are afraid that we can't guarantee the outcome. When you put it like that, it's a little bit easier to to laugh at or to brush off, right? But it's so true. How many times have we not set out to do something because we were afraid of the potential chaos or the damage that we perceived we would have had to pick up had it not gone the way that we wanted it to. It's kind of a brutal realization, isn't it? So as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people ask me why I'm so all in all the time. They ask me why I show up on social media, how I have the courage to post a video of myself talking. If you didn't Uh, listen or see my stories the other day, I posted a video addressing the events in the United States uh, on my podcast Instagram and immediately had a commenter who was saying a lot of things that were in opposition to what I was saying and bringing religion into the conversation. And I strived my best to educate with intent and with kindness and to stand by my values And, you know, I had a lot of people tell me why, you know, you post that video knowing that that was something you were probably going to have to put up with. Why did you do it? Like, how do you find the courage to put yourself out there when opinions can be so easily shot down? You could get canceled. You know, cancel culture in our society is so high and we are so discouraged from making mistakes because of the repercussions of it that now perfection is the standard and how and where and why is that fair? When has that ever been something truly 
achievable or tangible as an expectation for humanity. So I guess my hope is to kind of help you see the way that I see commitment and being all in and diving into the things that your heart is calling you to do from my perspective and from the way that I see commitment, but also to let you know that being afraid to start something is okay, but you will never feel ready enough. You will never feel prepared enough to do the things that most scare you. And as such, you are fully and 100% allowed to move forward and commit while in the midst of fear. And so my hope is that in this episode, you'll kind of shape your framework in your head around how you view commitment and hopefully I can boost your confidence a little bit as you move forward towards whatever you're committing on. So let's dive right into it. Hey everyone, just want to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor for this episode, BetterHelp. Are you feeling down, stressed, overwhelmed, or burned out in certain areas of your life right now? And is this impacting how you can show up in your day-to-day? This is exactly how I felt when I began therapy. I was having trouble processing emotions and memories that were coming up for me on my healing journey, and I knew that I needed the help of someone with experience who could help me understand what these thoughts meant. And let me tell you, since seeking help, my progress has been extraordinary. Therapy has completely changed how I can show up for myself and others in all areas of my life and my relationships, and how I show myself compassion every single day. And you deserve the same. You do not have to trust your journey alone. You deserve the help of someone who can help you build the tools you need to cope with difficult emotional states when they arise. And to do so, BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience, and there's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime, and you can join the 2 million plus people who have taken care of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. I think one of the most important things that I learned in therapy is that seeking help is one of the most courageous ways that you can show love to yourself. That being said, I have teamed up with BetterHelp to bring listeners of the Commune to Growth podcast 10% off your first month of therapy. To find a therapist and book a session, go to betterhelp.com slash Mariana10. That's betterhelp.com slash M-A-R-I-A-N-A-1-0 to book your first session and find the therapist that suits your needs. Thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode, and please reach out for help if you need it. It's not self-pity, it's not being weak, it's taking your health and your healing into your own hands, and you deserve that dedication to yourself. Let's start with one fundamental truth of life that is guaranteed to each and every single one of us since the day we are born, and that is that in this life, we are going to get hurt. We are going to feel pain, no matter what. We are going to feel disappointment, but as equally as we can feel all of those perceived negative emotions, we can just as equally feel and harness joy. And when it comes to commitment, 
like I mentioned earlier, there is absolutely no way to know for certain that the thing to which you pour your heart into will yield the result that you think is going to make your heart the happiest in the end. But to flip your perspective here for a second, how beautiful of a pain would it be if you could live knowing that when you committed yourself to something, you did everything you could. And if it doesn't end up the way that you wanted it to, or the outcome is in some way painful, you can walk away knowing that you did everything in your power, everything from your heart center to yield the outcome that you then thought was best for you. But now the universe is revealing to you that maybe it isn't. And that's okay. The overarching message that I want you to keep in mind as we go throughout this episode is that before you commit to anything, whether it's a job, an education, or a person, a fitness journey, whatever that is for you, make sure that you are in alignment with your true self. Make sure that you are in full touch with your intuition so that at any point in this journey, you are leading from your heart. You are leading from the deepest, highest part of you. And I want you to keep that in mind as we go throughout this entire episode. I will bring that up and kind of give you prompts on how to do so. But commitment without alignment is essentially setting you up to guarantee yourself disappointment, which is why it is so important to know ourselves, to know our values, to have those values in mind as we enter new ventures that can bring up opportunities for us. So keep that in mind as we go throughout this episode. But the two biggest reasons that we fear commitment are one, we are afraid of failing and the hurt that comes after. And two, we're afraid of not receiving the same in return. Again, whether that's love, commitment, (laughs) dedication, vulnerability, money. (laughs) We live in a very transactional society, right? It's very, I should receive what I give. And my goal here is not to shoot that down because I believe that there are many, many, many instances in where that is a completely justified thing to ask from somebody else. But again, there is no way to ensure that in any scenario. And so some things that I want you to remember based off of these two reasons as to why you may choose not to commit to something is that you can never control any variable perfectly to the point where you can ensure an outcome other than the one that the universe has planned for you. There is no way to know the outcome of something. So you might as well dive all in, right? You might as well pour your heart into it and see what that yields for you. You might as well commit to curiosity instead of leading with fear. That even even when even when a situation doesn't yield you the result that you perceived was best, if you go all in with curiosity, with openness to learn, with the grit 
to get through it and take on whatever this situation throws at you. Again, regardless if it yields you what you perceived was best, it will still give you so much in return, so much value because you were leading with your gut instinct and your heart. And that opens you up to receiving so many incredible opportunities, so many insights, not just about the world around you, but about yourself. So even when you don't know the outcome, be all in with your heart. Another thing I want you to remember is that your only responsibilities in life are two. A, to show up as authentically yourself, and B, to make sure you are leading from your heart. To build off of this last point that I mentioned about not knowing the outcome, being all in with your heart and with your authenticity and with your intuition guiding you is the best way that you can ensure that no matter what comes your way from the outcome of the situation, you can know that every ounce of you was dedicated, that every ounce of you put your faith into something bigger than you, pursued it, did what you could, regardless of what happens next. So we're going to get into that more, but wanted to address those fears, wanted to you to keep those things in mind. Again, to shape your view of commitment, to shape how you see investing yourself into something about which you have no guarantee that it will work out the way that you want it to. But remember too that things always work out in the best way for you, even if they don't feel like that in the moment. How many times can we recall a situation that we went into in our lives, again, whether it was a job or a relationship, that we went into with a ton of hope and in the end did not even turn out the way that we wanted it to. And years later, we can look back and say, wow, I'm really glad that it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to because now I'm so much better. Now I'm in such a much better place. So that's the other thing that I want you to keep in mind too, is that don't have expectations. Don't set yourself up for that kind of disappointment. Go into anything and everything with the mind of a learner. Go into anything and everything with the most curiosity you could pull out of your pocket because that, in the end, no matter what the end result is of your initial commitment, is what will give you the best return for your personal growth. When you lead with your heart, you can live with the peace of knowing that you did everything you could, even through the most painful endings. So how do we do this? The first thing I want to talk about is this misconception around leading from your heart is letting yourself be guided or driven in some way by your emotions or emotional tendencies. And the two things I want to distinguish between here is that letting our emotions dictate our impulses or our reactions, so kind of that respond versus react analogy, is very different than using our emotions as signposts to help us lead from our heart. Why I want to distinguish between these two things is because of the following. We have this misconception that leading with emotion is in some way dangerous, and as such, we strive to always be rational. But how does that benefit the kind of experience, the kind of fulfillment, the kind of 
connections, the kind of special intimate moments that we can have within an experience with whether it's with another person or whether it's with ourselves, when we turn our emotions off with the intent of always being rational, of always being, you know, headfirst and maybe not invested, not emotionally invested, that limits the benefits that we can reap and the insights that we can yield from a situation so much. When we let our immediate emotions and our discomfort dictate our impulses, this is what can be damaging. And this is what leads us to doing things that we can regret later. So this is things like taking a job when you're under financial stress because it's the first one that came your way and you decided that oh my, this is, I just have to take this right now because there's nothing else right now. Um, I don't want to wait for anything better to come along. How many of us have done that and taken a job that we maybe didn't really want, but it offered some kind of stability in the moment, right? I've done that so many times. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Another example of this is gossiping getting back at a partner or a friend by doing so or by other means. Again, because in the moment we're angry, we are frustrated, we feel betrayed, whatever it is, it is when we live from our ego and from our egoic tendencies that then it becomes unhealthy to live from that space. But when we can surpass those egoic tendencies, to the voice behind the ego that is actually whispering the alternative truth and the alternative better direction to take is when we can just literally allow ourselves to cruise with life, to be led by our intuition and have peace in knowing that the response yielded from that place, that heart center is the correct one no matter what happens. When we do things from our heart space, there is no way to feel regret. This can look like telling someone how you feel, starting a business, quitting your nine to five, and just going all in on this idea of yours. Committing to big things for your growth, like courses, therapy, life or business coaching, going back to school, um, starting any other form of, you know, maybe psychiatry or consulting with a dietitian or something, committing to trying something you believe in, like a long-distance relationship or anything that you have this deep knowing that you can't explain, that you're just like, I don't know why, <laughs> but I am meant to do this thing. That's your heart guiding you and pulling you in that direction and what i really want you to remember is that a it won't shut up <laughs> so you can keep trying to keep quiet and be emotionless and rational and go with the plan that you perceive to be best for yourself but that little voice that little whisper will keep whispering and it will make itself known in any way that it has to and the thing about the heart, the beautiful yet dually can be frustrating and scary <laughs> thing about the heart is that the heart believes before it can see. I got that quote from the one and only the incredible Brianna Wiest, uh, the author of The Mountain Is You and the recent book I just read, 
when you're ready, this is how you heal. Fantastic. I would recommend it to literally anybody. But Brianna phrases this in the sense that when your heart is pulling you towards something, when you are in alignment with who you are, and when you own your desires, when you're not shameful of them when you're not afraid to explore those desires because they're coming from a place that are so that is so deep within you you can move forward even when you don't know the outcome because your heart already believes that something is to come of this situation but this is also why you have to take the time to tune into your heart before you make big decisions regularly danielle laporte the author of the desire map which is another fantastic book that I just finished reading. It's all about soul-based goals. I will definitely be making a podcast on it because it was so incredible. Go pick it up if you haven't read it already. Danielle describes our key drivers, our key spiritual drivers in life as our core feelings. These are the feelings, the values, the beliefs that are inherent to who we are that propel us every single day to invest in the things and the people and the experiences that we invest in but bring us the most fulfillment because when we make decisions from being entirely logical or when we're making decisions that are influenced by somebody else's expectations of us they do not ever reap the same reward that could be reaped i think that's a word repped <laughs> if we tuned in to our values and our desires before making a big decision so again going back to this overarching idea that when you commit to something make sure that that thing is in some way aligned with your purpose with your integrity it's a big word big thing with who you are and with who you want to be. When it is, and when you're called to do it, nothing can go wrong. And I don't mean that to say that you're gonna get the outcome that you expect or that you envision, but nothing can go wrong in the sense that life will naturally pull you towards the things that you are meant to reap from that situation. And if something is meant for you, it is meant for you. And if it's not, that will be very clearly shown to you as well. So I just want you to keep that in mind when you're considering making a big decision and committing your time and your energy into something big that you're unsure about or you, you, know, you, you, you don't know the outcome and therefore you don't want to dive all in. I want you to remember that there is gain in everything that you set your mind to and everything that you set your time to, even if it doesn't feel like that in the moment. How many times can we recall a time in which we let our heart guide us, we ended up getting hurt in the end, and then later, you know, the reason in that moment wasn't clear to us as to, you know, if I was so sure about this, why does it hurt so much? Or if I was so sure about this, how did it come crashing in my face and now we can look back and say oh no that was meant to end the way it did so that I could be where I am now and the other thing about when life gets you down and you come across a shortcoming or you fail at something that you really really wanted to achieve 
you will heal. And if you believe in the greater purpose and the greater destiny that is meant for you, that will be your driving force to move on to the next thing or to approach the situation from a whole different angle or perhaps even to leave it completely. That's okay too. If anybody has read Angela Duckworth's book, Grit, she brings up such an important idea that grit is not always sticking it out until past when the going gets rough and until there's no other option. Yes, I fully support that as a thing in relationships that you stick it out until the end, until, you know, neither person can give any more than what they already have or in your business or in a partnership on a professional venture with somebody else. But if you're still pushing and pushing and pushing and there's no return, there's no moving forward anymore, grit also means saying up to here and walking away. And that's okay, again, because you can walk away knowing that you left everything out there. I can't stress that enough. And you have to have that conviction and that intention when you commit and enter any opportunity. You have to go into it with the commitment that you will put every ounce of your heart into it so that if anything happens, A, you can walk away with peace, but also... That you can know that that entire experience, what was guiding you and what was leading you was your heart. And as such, you are showing up as the truest version of yourself. Now, I also want to emphasize here that obviously, just because you lead from your heart, things do not magically get easy. But they feel right. Even when they feel scary and like it could be painful. Ask for your needs to be met. Be open to growth. Push others. Have hard conversations. And it is always entirely valid to communicate your fears about your commitment to to someone. Again, whether it's a boss at work or a partner or a friend, it's okay to say, I'm feeling very doubtful or I'm feeling very scared entering this opportunity, entering this new space, how can we best support each other in this journey as we go all in together? How can we show up for each other when it feels like the tides are turning? Ask for feedback if you're really afraid that you're not showing up as the best that you could. Again, whether it's a work thing, whether it's from a friend, whether it's from a partner, Check in regularly, say, hey, how are you doing? How is this job looking? Where can I improve? Where can I invest more of my energy to ensure that every area is being fulfilled? How can I show up better? That can give you peace of mind that you are getting constant feedback and reassurance about your position and constant critique as to how you can possibly improve. That in itself, when you have something to strive for, will make the commitment process easier because you're always working towards something. There's always something guiding you other than just the knowledge somewhere deep down that something will come of this. So ask for feedback, be open to critique, have difficult conversations, and have a foundation that is diverse 
for you to fall back on in case things go wrong. Say you, uh, let's come up with a random example. Uh, let's say you're starting your business, okay? And you want to establish a social media presence. Let's go with this example. And you got on social media and let's say it's a social media business. Actually, it's a social media business. You're helping people by coaching them on social media strategy and you're making reels. It's going well. And unfortunately, you're not taking your own advice or in some way your own advice isn't being reflected back to you because your reels aren't doing well with stats. There's little engagement on them. There's no there's no concrete feedback telling you this is good. You're doing a good job. It's in those instances that we tend to retract from commitment the fastest, right? When things are not going well, when we commit to something, especially if we gave up things to commit to that thing. So where it's really important to have a foundation is especially when you go into ventures where there's a lot at stake here. So in this example, say you are initially started out making reels that are, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute long, but you know from your research that five second reels also tend to get pushed faster. And maybe in that instance in time, in, you know, just because the social media algorithm is so quickly changing, five second reels are quickly becoming more popular and getting pushed higher up in, in the in the showings on reels. So how can you shift to make the same message, the same content, the same value that you're portraying through those 30 to 60 second reels still tangible and doable in five seconds? That's where you have to be learning. That is where you have to value education above all when you are entering a new space in which you are unfamiliar with because when you are open to education, when you are constantly taking in information that is going to help you en route to this thing that you're pursuing, you will build the toolkit necessary to propel you and to keep you up. Because if you don't and you just, you know, put your, you know, there's, there's a difference between putting your trust in that things are going to work and working for them rather than putting your trust in that things are going to work out and then putting your hands in the air and saying okay universe propel me and i think that that is something that so many people run into when they initially get into law of attraction and manifestation is that they they think that just because they put the the desire the belief out into the the universe that it'll just magically come back to them right and we know that that is not the way that it works. Yes, you can put out an ask into the the universe and it most certainly will get returned to you if you put yourself in the positions to receive it. So let's let's run right back to that example for the social media, uh, I guess, coach, social media coach. <laughs> and say they were making you know, they, they they threw out into the universe, okay, universe, please make me viral or please help my business succeed. And they continue doing those 60 to 90 second reels, or sorry, 30 to 60 to 90 second reels, we'll call them, 
with and are super adamant about it. They don't shift because they believe that this is the best return for their time and nothing's happening still, right? But they still continue doing it. Continuously asking the universe to give you success when you are showing that you're not willing to adapt, you're not willing to move, obviously is not going to give you the result. You have to take your stagnancy as feedback sometimes that it's time to shift, it's time to direct our energy elsewhere, it's time to learn more. So that's the other thing about going in with your heart is knowing that you will have to adapt, you will have to shift your attention, your energy, your resources, but you will be able to because your desire and your drive is what will propel you in those moments where it feels like you have so much to learn or like you're failing already or like you're such a beginner, that is okay. That is totally okay. You showing up and showing that you're putting in the work is what matters. So that's all I have for us on commitment today. And I guess to summarize all of it, the next time that you are fearing putting yourself and putting your heart into something that means a lot to you, that is in some level touching some part of you at your deepest level, but you're afraid of the damage it could cause if it doesn't go correctly, or you're afraid that it won't end in the way that you want it to with the returns that you want, do it scared anyways. But make sure that you are taking the time to tune in with yourself, to tune into your intuition, to tune into your higher self, have your values aligned, have your beliefs aligned before you enter that opportunity so that you can move forward with the knowledge that you are being guided by the higher version of you and that you are showing up in utmost integrity. And it is okay to admit that you are afraid of the commitment as long as you are doing your best with what you have to be the best version for yourself and for the other people involved in that situation. And remember that even if you can't guarantee the outcome of this opportunity, and even if you end up hurt, you will get back up because... There was a driving force in your heart when you entered that situation and that same driving force in your heart will help you get out of the pain that it may cause if it doesn't go the way that you want it to. But there is always, always, always gain and something to learn and some insight to be taken away from any situation that we endure in our lifetime. So that's on commitment. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Commitment to Growth podcast on none other than commitment. I loved that. It was a bit of a shorter episode. I kind of want to do these a little bit more often just because they're nice, they're quick, they're fun, and you can listen to it anywhere, anytime when you have spare time or you know scarce time. So again, hope you enjoyed that. I hope that that gave you some kind of reinforcement or motivation to just go all into the things that fill you and are your heart is calling you to do. So 
If you enjoyed that, remember to leave a rating, give it some stars, leave a comment. If you leave a comment on iTunes or Spotify and you tell me one thing that you learned from the episode and leave your Instagram handle, you might just get a shout out in the next episode. So please do so. This helps push out this content to more people who could take some value from it and use it to apply to their own lives to change and to be more fulfilled. So that's on that. What else can I tell you? Remember to check out the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Commitment to Growth Podcast. Check out the website at www.commitmenttogrowth.com for latest episodes on the show, upcoming episodes, guest interviews, podcast clips, cool quotes, me trying to be funny and be in front of the camera. (laughs) You can get a laugh from that too. Always happy to talk on there and to connect with you in any way, shape, or form to hear what you thought, any suggestions on future episodes if you want to be a guest or just what you thought. I'm super, super happy to chat always. And that is all I have for today. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, evening, whatever it's looking like for you. Keep smiling, stay strong, and remember, you're moving forward. There's no way to move backward. And I'll see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day.